When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hello, beloveds. Happy Wednesday. It's a pretty special Wednesday, actually, because it's my birthday. Um, Before I start this podcast talking about my 41st trip around the sun. I definitely just wanted to say thank you to you guys um, for listening to this podcast because for a while um, I didn't know if it was going to do anything or be good or if I could even do a podcast, you know. Um, It started as my little place to just be more for you guys and like talk about things, not that I couldn't talk about on the air, but just going further into it and just really being as raw and as real as I possibly possibly can. Um, I'm 45 years old. 45? What am I saying? I'm 41. Let me calm down. <laughs> okay, so before y'all like get on to me, I'm not in any way, shape, or form trying to like be sad about being 41 because I'll say this, like being 40 was so incredibly incredibly good to me I mean if you guys follow along at all with my podcast like 40 was the most blessed year I've ever had in my life you know I got married September 25th so my anniversary is coming up again blessings on blessings on blessings not again it's my first anniversary but there's another blessing coming is what I mean and that, you know, I turned 40 before I got married and <laughs> there's that old sex in the city like uh if you've never seen the old school Sex in the Cities, um, you should. But it's when Carrie was like, you know, at Vogue magazine trying all these wedding dresses and like the head BIC was like, oh, at 40 is the last year that you can do bride and have it be acceptable. I'm like, didn't Jailer just get married at 52 and she looks stunning? Just saying. Um, so I don't really live by the adage of like, oh, yeah, I'm 41 because I don't feel 41. I don't feel like I look 41. I don't act 41. That's for sure. Um and I do really believe in that whole thing about age as a mindset. I mean, I don't want to say age is just a number because in that regard, okay, with like looking your age, yes. But age isn't just a number when it comes to experience and, you know, knowledge and who you are as a person. I used to say when somebody would say like, if you could just freeze time at a certain age, what would it have been? And I don't think I'm far off from it. I would have freezed it at 40. Now, a couple years ago, I'm like, oh, 25 or whatever. Oh my God. Like as the, not decades, I'm not that old, but as the, well, yes, decades. I was going to say centuries, man. Maybe I am that old. My mind's going. Anyways, (laughs) as the years go by, it's like I completely morph into a different person. And I like that. Like always me at my core, spicy as shit and tell you like it is. But I attempt, attempt, 
in all caps, to be calmer or at least more calculated in the things that I do and the things that I say and the way that I deal with things. I'm not always perfect at it, trust me. But I do know that this 41st year has swept in with a lot of change that I wasn't expecting, a lot of connections falling apart that I wasn't expecting, a lot of blessings and a lot of opportunities like my candle business blowing up. Thank you, thank you, thank you, you guys. You know how I always say thank you three times because to me that's the circle that closes it. Learned that in The Secret years ago in the manifestation, and I forget the exact reason why, but I like to say thank you three times whenever I'm genuinely saying thank you. <sighs> like 41, when people ask me, like, are you excited about your birthday? And I'm like, well, yeah, because honestly there's been a few Things have been happening in the last couple of weeks that have been, like, super stressful, like, at home. Like, nothing with Marshall and I. Don't be jumping on that. It's just, you know, you're a full-time mom, a full-time radio personality, a full-time wife, friend, businesswoman, all the things. And, you know, it shit just sometimes get in the way. And I'll say this. Like, at 40, the best year ever, it was like there was all of these great things, you know. I had my son Malin at 39 and some change, you know, like then we swept into the bridal shower and then we swept into the wedding and the little mini moon and all this stuff. And it seems like after that, a lot of like strife came in. And I just mean like, I think sometimes the world throws shit at you and that's how you know you're living. Because if you just lived in this fairy dust land, it'd be bullshit, right? Because without the bad, you can never truly taste the sweet of the good. Cliche as it may sound, friends, it's fucking true. Would I have ever known how amazing Marshall was if I didn't have that douchebag that snapped me in half in more ways than I could ever count mentally, physically, whatever you want to say now? Would I have ever known what I am worth had I not gone through so many different narcissistic abusive relationships and I'm not even just talking about men I'm not even just talking about romantically or friendship wise I'm talking about that was the the record on repeat you know in my life so now at 41 years old like I I love knowing exactly who I am and like I just I love knowing what kind of friend I want to be I love starting to learn how to set my boundaries again like, okay, relationship-wise, set him. Marshall knew from jump who the fuck he was dealing with and who he was marrying, and thankfully enough, he loves that person, and I love him too. You know, I'm setting my boundaries as a daughter, as a sister, as a cousin, as a friend, as a coworker, all of those things, like, and in, in strategically doing it. Not just stomping my feet and being like, I but, like, literally looking at, the things that are worth it and the things that aren't. Because as much as I am forceful, I tend to be a yes person. I love making people happy, especially you guys. Damn, it means so much to me to connect with you guys. It's not even funny. I got a question yesterday when I put, like, my little questionnaire for Ask Riley that we do on the show. And I got the sweetest response to this and I'm like as I'm looking into new chapters of like life you know moving into a 41 as they say I'll read it to you though so the question was did you ever picture your life as it 
as what it is now. Thank you for being an inspiration. Love you. Thank you for saying that. And my response to that was, oh my God, never. It's never far from my mind just how close I was to my life being the exact opposite of what it is today. Two words come to mind if you ask me what if you ask me what made the difference or the forks in the road. Hope and inspiration. When it felt like I had hit rock bottom more than once, there was always that annoying little flicker of hope. And I say annoying because there were times that I didn't want to hope because my dreams seemed too out of reach. I say inspiration because I always paid attention when someone inspired me. It would shift my perspective, force me to switch gears into hyperdrive far away from any sad place I thought, thought I was stuck in. A long time ago, I decided that no matter how far I go in life, helping someone find their moment of inspiration, well, that was what made my life, that's what I wanted my life to mean. I got a response from one of you guys this morning that I was like, y'all are speaking some shit into existence. So, shout out to you, Melissa. She said, you seriously should write a book. I would definitely be your first buyer. You have an inspirational, raw, real light about you that is so authentic and appreciated. Girl, I just got my lashes did. I cannot cry, but I have full body goosebumps because that is the epitome of anything I would ever want to be for somebody. Real, raw, authentic, and inspirational. I mean that, though. That's not put a a pageant crown on my head, and I'm just saying it to be pretty. Because the people that have inspired me in life have rocked my world inspired me. Like, I don't know if I'm a snob or if I'm aloof or whatever you want to say, but not a lot of shit moves me in that way. Or at least the shit that you would, like, think would, you know, in the plastic outside looking in world of it. I'll never forget the first celebrity I met, Frankie J. (laughs) And what's funny is my husband has a signed poster from the days that he worked at Hot 995 as an intern and a board op. Haha, fun little factoid. We're going to have to get that side of the story from him someday because it's cute. But he has this poster in our podcasting room because Frankie J was a favorite back in the day. I know some of y'all listening to this to go and be like, who the fuck you're showing you're 41 years old, Riley, but bear with me. <sighs> I met him and this big radio station 93.3 FLZ, y'all radio folks know all about that, but those of you that don't, this was my first radio station, my first job, my first chance, the thing that kick-started my everything, and the people in that building kick-started it too. Y'all know who you are, and some of you aren't with us anymore, and hopefully you're hearing this and are very proud of me, Um, but I met Frankie J inside those walls, and I was like, that's it. Not him. He was amazing. I still love his songs. But it wasn't this (gasps) moment to meet a celebrity. And I was like, okay, I can maybe do this. Because I always was so fidgety and so nervous when I was, like, getting into it. And I just, like, I remember just not being in awe of the whole celebrity experience. So now when I say that things inspire me, it's like, Damn. And I'm not like, I know that sounds very much like, oh, I'm hard to impress or whatever, but it's just, I have lived a lot of life. So I draw inspiration from real raw shit. The mother that has her baby going through chemo treatments and literally has to look at her baby asking her the question, am I going to die? No mother, 
No child should ever have to go through that. Shout out to you, Mama Anna. You know who I'm talking to because you inspire me daily. I'm trying not to cry, friends. You know, to me, the inspiration just comes in looking at everyday people, <laughs> lyric school teachers that deal with these little brats. I'm joking, but you know, y'all know what I mean. I got two at home. I can't imagine having like 15 of them. Two the nurses that dealt with COVID all the time and fearlessly went in there when they didn't even know what the hell this was all about. You know, like I just get inspiration from people when I'm checking out at the Dollar Tree up from my house and that chick behind the counter is the nicest person ever. The happiest, sweetest will make any conversation with you. The best smile and girl, when I was a cashier, I was a bitch. You know, I get so much inspiration from that. You know, there's this local artist, Magic Mike, shout out to you that he has done um, for all of our birthday unboxings on the show where we like to have like local uh, businesses send us stuff so we can shout it on the air and, and give him a chance to, you know, get some biz. But he is a local artist that has done um, renderings of all of the show cast members in like different situations. I haven't seen mine yet. John has one. And everybody on the show, except for me and Hoodie, have one. And they've all been phenomenal. But apparently mine is going to make me cry. But um, we got a chance to meet him at John's first comedy tour show a couple weeks back. And he came up to me and Marshall because we were, like, in the club, the after party. Um, which we don't do clubs anymore because Lord knows I have done my club life six lifetimes over. Um but I wanted to be there. I wanted to support and have fun. But he was just kind of like watching us from afar. And he came over and, you know, I'm going to paraphrase all of what he said because it was pretty moving. And I don't want to go that far into it. But it was just basically like, y'all are doing the damn thing. You guys are so inspirational. And I was like, what? Weird. Th-? You know, because his light and his energy was just inspirational to me. And honestly, it sparked a good thing in Marshall and I to like slow down a little bit more for a second. and appreciate what we have because listen they said the first year of marriage is the toughest and it's true if we said that we didn't fight we are lying but we always come back to center because this is it for us you know but it was inspirational to hear somebody and have somebody see that and that's like oh damn okay you know like even going back to that moment like I met a new friend at John's comedy tour that I'm like hoping to go antiquing with. And this inspired me to like step out of my box and make new friends that aren't my old ones because I'm super open to like meeting people and connecting people, but like bringing people in close to my inner circle. Uh -uh. That's very, that's very selective and not because I'm snobby, but because I've been hurt so much. Like there was a period in time that like every two years, close core people or so I thought they were like left my life. So anyway, I find inspiration in meeting this new girl and hearing her say that she had to start over after years of being in a relationship and clicking with her over like talking about vintage jewelry and like, wow, you're actually kind of just like me. Let's be friends. There's so much inspiration like flying around everywhere that comes in the spaces that I never would have thought. And at 41, I am eyes wide open to it. I started to think about what's going to be on my vision board this year because I've done one every year since 
September 2017. 17, 18, 19. I can't do math. Yes, I just counted on my fingers. Five years of doing vision boards. And for the last two, I have done them together, two or three, with my husband. It's like our New Year's Eve tradition. Because after the kiddos go down, we'll like watch a movie, eat some good food, and smoke a cigar, and then do our vision board. I don't like to go in what's on my vision board exactly to the T because some of it is private with between me and the universe. Most of it has come true. And there's a few things on there that might take a few, couple years. But for the 41st trip around the sun, I'm just thinking off the top of my head about a few things that I would want. I definitely think a return to optimism and journaling is on there. Your girl needs a damn new car because it started sputting the other day. I haven't driven it that that well. Yeah, it's almost eight, nine years old. So not the newest of cars, but hey, it's running. It's fine. It doesn't smell, but it's probably time for, you know, the car, the new car. I want a Jeep Grand Cherokee so bad. But we'll see if I can manifest that one into existence. <laughs> You know, it's been a expensive couple of years with a wedding and a house and a new baby. But you know what? The idea is to put whatever you want for you on the vision board and live like you already have it. And then the universe provides it for you. And I'm telling you, that shit works. It has for my husband, my baby, my house, my job. And you guys. Like, it dawned on me the other day that I was manifesting life before I even knew it. Because I used to say about my mentor, Kane, some of you know him, some of you don't. And maybe some of what you thought you know, you don't. You know, I'm not going to go into all that. But all I know is that for years, I used to say, like, I want to change somebody's life just like Kane changed mine, like in a real way. And that's been my credo. And like, okay, if you tell the universe something long enough and you live like it's already yours and that's your mission, then that happens. And, you know, when you guys tell me that I inspire you so much on the daily, I'm like, damn, like, that's, 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 some, that's some good shit right there. I think in 41, it's time to rebuild the, the mountain or set the new mountain. Because I've hit some pretty amazing life goals in the last year. And what's funny is to everybody else, even my own mother, it would be like, you know, why? Why do you want to get married so badly? You know, like when I was tragically single and dating all these douchebags. I was a single mom and it was like, you know, you have this amazing career and you get to do all these great things. And, you know, because my mom was married since she was 19. Not to the same person, but, you know, like married. She's done it. Um... But being married to my person, you know, because we did the engagement thing before. And I think, side note, that's another reason to get rid of the car than this year because I bought that car with my engagement ring money when I sold it. Um, so maybe that juju's time to go bye-bye. But to be marrying my person and the one that's right for me was the biggest goal. Sounds old school, but it means more than you would think. Because I used to always tell my mom when she would, you know, chastise me for not appreciating what I had in radio. It's not that. And, you know, back in the day, being able to go to the iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas and all the parties and all of the backstage stuff that we used to do, going to the Grammys and going to American Idol, trust me, 
none of those memories and that those privileges are lost on me by any means. But you crave the simple stuff when you don't have it. And I used to say, you know, like radio doesn't always love you back. Like sometimes it's amazing. It's fantastic to connect with you guys and listen to music while I do it and do these really badass opportunities. I am not, not like casting that aside, but to have the love of the person that you know you are going to be old ass gray with and that, you know, I'm probably going to be wiping his butt one day. (laughs) Okay, that's too much but I'll still be happy to do it. Like that was a big goal. You know, I had another baby. I gave Marshall the first piece of DNA that he'll see in somebody else ever having been adopted. So it was some pretty monumental stuff. So it's like, how do you top that? Like, what do you do? More things on the vision board to put there, I guess. You know, I want my candle business to blow up even more because that's another form of inspiration and motivation for me to you guys. And I love that they're handmade with like, the intention crystals that you guys want. And I love to make them with all of my love because it's become my like de-stressor because you have to really pay attention to what you're doing and like, you know, the measurements of the wax meets the oil and the temperatures and the stirring amounts and da 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 That's all great because it's a new skill, but I love designing the candles, you know, and putting the crystals on top and then putting the heat gun on it just enough to where it'll melt. This is a whole other podcast. I just... I know that 41 is going to kick off a really, really great year, a really, really great decade. I already did because that's one thing I will share on you from the vision board for last year. It was a sticker that said you are stepping into the most successful decade of your life. And I truly believe that. You know, whenever I've faltered in the last, you know, year or whatever, whenever something wasn't going my way or I didn't feel like that successful or I didn't feel like I was doing the right thing or the right thing was being done for me or to me or whatever, he, you know, and I would get down in the dumps and just very, you know, meh about it. I was going to say hopeless, but I'm never hopeless, that's for sure. Remember that picture I was telling you about or that quote that I said that I like, you know, there's always that tiny, annoying thing of hope never leaves me, but. Whenever I would get down about it, Marshall would look me in the face and say, babe, the most successful decade of your life, but you're only in year one. Whoo, that one hit me in the face. I love you, baby. I won't get gross about that. That's for another podcast at the end of the month when we have our first anniversary podcast. That's going to be fun. Um, But 41 has opened my eyes, or, you know, 40 did. And 41, I hope to open them further. I hope to get fitter. A little more Botox. No, <laughs> I'm not going to go overboard with that, you know. I don't know that there's a lot of change in the, in the, re- in the you know, in the sights for me. I think just growing further up and up and up. That's the goal. Because still is not within my vocabulary, so I'm not going to try to pretend like I'm going to be still. Because I said that I was going to try to slow down a little bit when I got married. No, (laughs) that didn't happen. And I'm okay with that. I think I'm going to end my rant here, you guys. And just, again, give you the threes. The three thank yous. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I fucking mean it from the bottom of my heart you guys keep me going in more ways than you will ever know all those dms that you send me 
Like it's never, ever lost on me. It never doesn't hit me. And if God forbid I, I leave you on red, which I always try to never do, just know I see it, I feel it, and I thank you, thank you, thank you for it. It is legit like lifeblood to me sometimes. So, happy birthday to me. <laughs> that sounded so narcissistic. <laughs> but you guys, thank you for all the shout outs, for all the presents you guys sent to the station, for lifting me up. That is all fucking fantabulous. But uh, it's more the every day I'm thanking you for. Like, thank you guys for being you and allowing me to be in your ear holes every once and again. Love you longest. Um, yeah. Hit me up. Questions, comments, concerns, suggestions. I want to hear more of your stories. I want to connect with you further. I want all of the you and me connecting. That sounded like a really weird Tinder DM. However, comma, it's true. At Riley Couture. Uh, for the DMs, that's Instagram and Facebook. R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. Snapchat is at Radio Recon, even though I don't really use that one much anymore. Twitter is Riley Couture 5. Don't use that one that much anymore either because somebody stole it while I was giving birth. But um, true story. And then um, my latest favorite is TikTok, Riley Couture 7. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you on Friday with the Fave 5. It's really Riley. <laughs> <laughs>